0: Hi, and welcome to the Singing Wells podcast number three. In today's podcast, we're going to begin to look in detail at one of the two main partners in the project, Ababula Music from London. We always begin, though, with a special performance from our archives. Here, recorded on the 28th of November 2011, in Rangala Village, Nyanza Province in Kenya, this is the Sega Sega Band, led by Asumba Reteng with the song Flora.
1: Per bergo ma camin chali, per mi bergo ma camin chali, ber chali, emo mio chindasi caparo i. Per mi bergo ma camin chali, emo mio chindasi caparo i. O oh, Flora, Flora, Flora nativiano, Flora, Flora, Flora nativiano. Che mo come ne va wa c'ho cudi, ve che mo come ne va wa c'ho cudi, magotte caparo piccama. Ve che mo come ne va wa c'ho cudi, magotte caparo piccama. O oh, flora, flora, flora na timmiemo. Flora, flora, na timmiemo. Barupe mande <Sanly> ni ni barue mako mane ni nikona magotika paro pinjama barue mako magotika pao o oh, flora flora flora, flora na flora 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 na timneango Flora, tu pichamo mane wa goyokodi, pichamo mane wa goyokodi, mano karango pijama. Pichamo mane goyokodi, mano karango pijama. Oh Flora, Flora, Flora na Flora, Flora. Flora. Per mi bergo ma caminci ali, per mi bergo ma caminci ali, emu mio chindas i caparo i, per mi bergo ma caminci ali, emu mio chindas i Thank you.
0: the singing wells project is a partnership between the abu music foundation and kettlebell music but let's step back a moment to 2009 when abu music was born so, the idea of Abobilla Music uh, probably came when I was about 14 years old, uh, when
2: all I wanted to do was to write music and probably to be a Beatle, uh, and then put that on hold for probably about 35 years uh, while I went into business and other things. But I always knew at the end of the day that I really wanted to start a little music label that would give young uh, and aspiring singer songwriters a chance. And, um, the worst choice we ever could possibly make was to name the thing Abobilla Music, uh, partially because none of us even know if That's how to pronounce it. Um, Abobilla or Avovilla or however you want to pronounce it is actually uh, roughly a Spanish woodpecker. And it was the name of a villa uh, that I have in Spain. And it looks exactly like the little bird Woodstock from the Peanuts cartoon that was a big part of the music scene at Woodstock in uh, the late 60s. Uh, And so as part of trying to branch out what we were doing and get people inspired, one of the ideas I had was that We would not only record in London, but that I would try to drag the group out of London twice a year on what we called Spanish jams, and we had a summer Spanish jam and a winter Spanish jam, and the idea was all new music, uh, that the real purpose of the Spanish jams was about creativity and new music, and then we could spend our rainy, dark Saturdays in London overdubbing and perfecting, but we wanted to use Spain as this real burst of creativity, and that served us very, very well over the years.
3: Hi, I'm Helen. I've done a bit of photography for Abby Villa and been on two of the Spanish Jams. Um, what I love about Billa, and particularly the Spanish Jams is um, just focus on creativity. So whether you're into music and whatever type of music you're into, whatever instrument you play, photography, um, filmmaking, anything like that, you can come up with an idea um, and people will get involved with it. Everyone's really enthusiastic and you leave at the end of the weekend or the five days um, just feeling like you've done something or made something special
0: the name of the in-house band the saturday morning canasta club came about after the members spent a lot of time on one of the spanish jams playing the card game canasta so i am ed stone i uh, i work with jimmy which was my introduction to ababilla Uh, the first spanish jam what do i remember the first spanish jam yeah there's a lot of creativity during the, during the day, and then in the evenings it was all about Perudo and Canasta. I think that was actually when we introduced Canasta to the whole group of people. Little did we know he ended up <laughs> being infamous in the name for the Saturday Morning Canasta Club. The first release on the fledgling label was Six Months of Saturdays, a tribute to the amount of time spent on the making of the album. It featured two tracks from Louise Carf in a move that developed the concept of the discovery artist, an artist in the early stages of their career their tracks being a discovery for both the musician and the listener. Here's Louisa's track, No Poetry, from the album.
4: Is it recording now? Yeah. When I haven't got the answers And I know the reason's foggy The truth remains unclear and my tissue has gone soggy When I question all the history And bring it to the present When my sanity's a mystery And the feeling's not unpleasant There's no solitude in poetry No sense in writing words I won't stoop to cause you misery and There's no song you haven't heard When I know that I'm in second place Your old ship's in the harbour When there's no way I can win the race No room for trying harder And my boss is late And I'm full of hate Having left your flat in anger It rings in my head, just what you said But I'd like to think I'm stronger There's no solitude in poetry No sense in writing words I won't stoop to cause you misery And anyway, there's no song you haven't heard
0: No song you haven't
4: heard And yet the sun is setting the world still makes its rounds. And though my heart is breaking, I must wipe away this frown. You won't catch me in may pouring in out my, in my inner woe.
0: Woe. When you want to hear
4: my turmoil, boy, then you'd better let
0: More SMCC albums followed, with Misery Marmalade and other Spanish jams in 2010 name-checking the Spanish jams which developed its content. This album started as the first did with an acoustic track from a Discovery artist. This time, Gus Warriner with his track Fairytale. It's a fairy tale Misery Marmalade also contained the first appearance of the song Missing, which would be later taken up as an influencer's track in the same way that 71 Hours to Monday was.
4: The If
0: I Were a Little Birdie album followed, along with a six-track album of material from Gus Warren, named Discover 01. Both albums included the track Whisper, which began life as a guitar-led ballad played to us in our Spanish studio, but within a short time became something very different.
4: More to me, you are adrift on a sea of feelings, and I'm not rowing out to save you. I'll observe from afar as you drift away.
0: We then expanded our roster of artists to include the London-based singer-songwriter Tati Kalvix, and then also Chris Kozlowski. We progressed into the live performance world with acoustic gigs at the Leon Restaurant in Old Compton Street in London, and full band evenings at the world-famous Half Moon in Putney.
2: Um, One of the things that we very early on knew with the discovery process is we wanted to give these guys a chance to find their audience. And so what we do is do a lot of live performances. And the goal there is not only for the Saturday Morning Canasta Club to sort of form the backbone of the night, but then to introduce these discovery artists and uh, give them the time and space to perform. And people have said, and I view this as a great compliment, um, people have said it's like a very well organized and filtered open mic night where you get a huge variety of musicians but you know all of them are going to be very good and more important all of them feel like they're part of the same community
0: we used one of these gigs to release Tuttle's album Graceless here's wonderful from that album
5: come find me my My torso is fingerprinted by so many things I haven't got much time and I'm bound with strings Come find me, tell me, lie to me Say that I've never looked so beautiful Our hands are soldered like our souls. very tired You say I'm something special as I wash away my face and I know this is neither time nor place
2: You know, obviously the most magical thing that's happened to us at Abubilla has been our partnership with Ketable Music. It really uh, has been inspirational. I I think a lot for us. I pray sometimes a little for them. But um, when we first met Tabu, it was through email, through mutual friends, and we have subsequently talked about it. So the truth is, uh, he thought that we were just typical flakes from the UK and the US trying to have an African experience, and he did not uh, for a second believe that we were serious. But after a couple emails exchange, of course Andy and I were deadly serious about doing something in Africa. And so I was uh, busy with business, but really the next step was to bring a very, very accomplished sound engineer down to uh, to the Kettlebell Studios to see if we could work together on this vision of a mobile recording studio. Now the funny thing is, as sophisticated as Andy is, both as a musician, singer-songwriter, and sound engineer, I would also say that he was relatively unexperienced as an international traveler. And I, certainly with a lot of anxiety, but probably only about a tenth of what he had um, you know, we sent him off to Africa to suddenly meet uh, our venture partner that we had never met uh, in a city neither of us had ever been to uh, in a continent
0: that, uh, that at least he hadn't really explored. But I needn't have worried so much as I was afforded great hospitality by Tabu and the team of Ketable Music. In fact, it was during this trip that I was first introduced to the music of Winyo in the form of a concert at Sippers Bar in Nairobi. We sat outside and drank Tuskers as we listened to the soaring melodies of the Lua Troubadour.
3: Oh,
0: I, 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 I. Here is single, a favourite of mine and regular in the Win Your Lives set. It is available on the Kettable Music release Benga Blues, which Abubula Music supported through the pressing and production of the CDs.
3: you wanna see em, ball, win-
0: After our first field trip in March 2011, we decided we were doing a good thing and this led to forming a separate organisation, the Abu Bila Music Foundation. The Abu Bila Music Foundation represents all of the charitable aims of our project. We applied for charitable status later in 2011 and were awarded it. The Abu Willa Music Foundation exists to ensure that the historic roots of global music are preserved and that the traditional music is treasured and brought to new audiences in a modern context and in accessible forms for this generation and for generations to come. That same year we applied for funding from the Ford Foundation to support our trip to Uganda to record the music of the Batwa people. Here is a special recording from that trip to round off today's podcast. This is one of the influences recordings we made in Nairobi with the Batwa musicians. We then worked on the recordings in the UK at our London studio adding drums, bass and guitars to the vocals from the Nairobi sessions. Here's Mike Park, drummer at Abubula Music, about his work on the influences Sessions. I would say what I found most challenging about the experience was at first trying to sort of understand the overall structure of the music, which is easy to sort of ignore when you're just playing about with the drums, but actually when we stepped back and just took a listen to it, um, it was all very logical and quite simple in a very organised way. And so as soon as that deciphered, then it all came together quite nicely. And here's the track. I'm a horror. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. In the next podcast, we'll be looking at the history of Ketable Music with interviews with Tabu Asusa and Bill O'Diddy. As always, you can find out more about the music and listen to the tracks in full at our website, www.singingwells.org, where you can also hear all of the music we have recorded, view our music map of East Africa, and find out how you can help the project through funding and volunteering. <laughs>